Live from the Big G's Pizza Studio on Clark Street, this is Five Songs with Friends, Chicago's Music Discovery Podcast. Waker was founded by childhood friends and songwriting duo Chase Bader and Connor Kelly. The group hails from Nashville, mashing rock, soul, and jam into an eclectic, danceable sound focusing on songs that aim for the heart, head, and feet. The band's intention has always been very clear. They aim to wake people with their music. And in a short time, the band has already conquered festival stages at Bonnaroo, ACL, Hangout, South by Southwest, Firefly, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got a few members of the band here. What's going on, gentlemen? How are you? What's up? Can you guys do me a favor? Can you guys go one by one and just introduce yourself so people can uh, figure out, associate the name with the voice real quick? Absolutely. My name is Chase. I play acoustic guitar and I sing in Waker. My name is Connor and I play acoustic, or I play electric guitar and uh, also sing in Waker. And my name is Ryan McClanahan. I play percussion. Awesome. Well, good. I'm so stoked to have you guys on. Uh, and you had mentioned beforehand that you guys are actually en route right now to uh, kind of a side gig because you guys play in an Allman Brothers cover band. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, man. Uh, we, you know, like living in Nashville, there's there's so many people that play music and uh, we tour so much and, and do, uh, you know, our, our main focus is, is on Waker. So um, it's it's such an awesome opportunity to just kind of uh, learn Almond Brothers music and, and just kind of do it as a hobby and, and play with a bunch of uh, friends of ours. So um, I, play, I played drums growing up as a kid and for me... Uh, not doing that in Waker um, was, was the right move, but it's always obviously very fun to kind of go back and keep the chops alive. And I know it's uh, like playing music like as technical as the All and Brothers stuff is really great for uh, for all of us to, to keep our chops. It's purely just a fun experience. Uh, and yeah, so I think it's when we're, we're not working, we're always working. You know, like we're not on the road touring, we're, we're doing something music related. I love it, man. Always flexing yeah, those different muscles. Yeah, it's a, it's a great outlet to, uh, you know, kind of get rid of some of our jam year side if uh, we need and uh, also brush up on the, the chops and, you know, kind of have a nice little challenge to learn some technical tunes. Absolutely. Well, so I was talking beforehand. I saw you guys. I had the fortunate pleasure to see you guys open up for Ripe on uh, the most recent tour that those guys did, that you guys did together uh, at Lincoln Hall here in Chicago. And um, I was just I was so stoked on on your entire performance. Like it was during this like blizzard apocalypse here in Chicago where it was like negative 15 and it was like snowing (laughs) and it was just like the worst, like one of the worst days weather wise of the year. And like I think I was like about like broke up with this girl I was seeing. I was just having like a terrible day. And so I just show up to this place. I grab a beer. I'm hanging out with one of my friends, Dan. And we're just like, oh, let's see what this opener is about. And you guys just brought the fucking heat and like hit me at the perfect time. (laughs) Brought Like one of the probably honestly the best opening act I've seen in like the last five to 10 years. Like it was just awesome. It was incredible. Um, And you guys just had this amazing positivity and an incredible uh, vibe about you. So I'm so stoked to have you on. But I am curious what is it like to tour with the guys from Ripe? Wow. Uh, guys from Ripe are so awesome, man. Like, that that whole tour was probably um, as 
kind of unanimous that everybody in the band thought that was like the best tour we've ever been on. Um, the guys in Rag were so cool. They're super unique, and they all have, you know, their own individual musical tastes. Like, it's fun during soundcheck when you get to listen to all of the guys soundcheck individually. You hear, like, a lot of where certain influences in the band come from. Like, you know, you'll listen to the, you know, the horns soundcheck, and, and you're like, oh, that's kind of where they get the jazz from. And, mm. you know, hearing Tori and John play together, you know, you, you really get a, a really cool sense of what the guys bring together. Yeah. Right. Uh, you'll hear, like, John, like, soundcheck fish, and like, the <laughs> soundcheck's like Mozart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can you can really hear like the mosaic of, um, of you know like their influences in the music. And so, and, and you know, on top of that, that we we hung out with those guys every night, and they party pretty hard, and, and we had a, a shit ton of fun with those guys on the road. Man, so it was it was amazing. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. They look like they would be a definitely a wild crew to hang with on the road. Um, so I'm sure it was a lot of fun. And, and I mean, like I said, the shows were just like you guys, your two styles meshed so well. You just both had, you know, incredible uh, positive energy and all these groovy tunes. It was just it was an incredible, incredible show. So I'm sure it was a lot of fun. Thank, thank you. Man. Thank uh, man. Yeah, those guys are just so good live. So, you know, we, we knew that there was like a little bit extra pressure on this tour to like keep up and uh you know get their fans a good show as well you know they're they're just an amazing band and so it was a it was a pleasure to be playing with those dudes yeah and i felt like it was like we were pushing each other like every show like you know we would start it off and then we'd start you know heating up really hot and then we would see them like go on and they were just bringing it right from the get-go as well and then, like each show just seemed like it was kind of getting better and better where you know we'd have like some sit-ins here and there later on in the tour and um, stuff like that. So it was a lot of fun playing with those guys, and we both kind of brought the best out of each other playing live. I think. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it was it was fun for everyone involved, for you guys, us as fans, and just like it was just good vibes all around. So so stoked on that. Um, tell me though, man. So how did you two, Chase and Connor, uh, how did you guys get started making music back uh, way back in the day, and like how did that uh, evolve into what is now Waker? Uh, so Connor and I went to Catholic Middle School together in Denver, Colorado. We, I mean, we met when we were kids. We met in fifth grade, and uh, you know, from pretty much then on, we've been really close friends. We played a lot of different bands together, and um, you know, around uh, like freshman year of college, I was living in Nashville and uh, playing drums for people and writing all the time, trying to figure out like, you know, I guess just what was next and, and how to how to make a career in music and Connor was still living in Denver and we just got to talking like hey if we're going to do this thing if we're going to you know kind of reconnect musically and take a, uh, a serious go at, at trying to find success like let's let's do it now like no matter time so we ended up moving to Nashville and I mean pretty much on the first day he got in town we started uh, what became Waker uh, we were a band called Cova for several years throughout college and did a lot of like exciting things. We, we, we got an agent, we uh, got management, we played a lot of music festivals, opened up for some of our favorite bands all through the course of being called Koa, and then uh, changed the band when, changed the band when our drummer Dave uh, joined back in 2016, right before we played Hangout Music Fest, which is right around uh, 
Nice. So what, what went into that decision to kind of change the name from Koa to Waker? We were having a lot of trouble um, retaining our fan base. You know, so we would, uh, we, as Koa, um, we would go out and play shows, and it would be really hard for our fans to kind of find us online. But that optimization wasn't great because it's a very saturated name. And, you know, when we picked, that band name, you know, we were just like a college band and we weren't really thinking about the long-term effects of, of having a band name. And so, you know, kind of the move to Waker, um, the name was kind of inspired by the, uh, a fan that came up to us after one of our shows. Um, and they were just kind of like, man, when you guys hit the stage, you just kind of like wake everybody else out there. And, and so kind of Waker spawned from that thing that we loved about it, um, you know, in addition to it kind of coming, stemming from the culture of the band, was that we kind of have our own identity um, online and on social media. So that was kind of the thing that spawned the name change, is that it was just a, a really necessary move for us to make to just try and kind of retain our fan base and, and make it easier for our fans to access our music. Awesome. I love it. Well, so on your website, I see you were listed as Nashville's most woke band. Is that like self-proclaimed or like, how did, where does that come from? That is, that's, it's actually, so we have a, we have a pretty good friend uh, in Nashville named Stan Buckley, and he is uh, um, one of the guys over at Mighty 100, which is a uh, independently owned radio station in Nashville. And it was just kind of something that he said on air one time, and it just had a great ring to it. So we've just kind of been, we've kind of been working it over the years, and it's been uh, a lot of fun. Awesome, good stuff, dudes. Well, so like from a songwriting process, like what does that, what does it look like? How do you, um, how do you guys all come together? Because I mean, you have a very big band. You have, uh, you know, everyone brings something to the table musically. They're all very talented, um, and so. I feel like with a lot of these big bands, sometimes you can maybe get, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen type of deal. But I'm curious for you guys, how do you manage that? And how do you write, uh, write these songs typically? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I think, uh, you know, like every song is a little different in terms of like where it comes from. But um, a lot of times since Connor and I, uh, we're, we live together and, and we're constantly always both writing. Um, a lot of the ideas start with either him or, him or I separately and coming together and kind of working them out or writing together. Um, and then from there, we, we spend a lot of time uh, demoing songs. Uh, so we spend a lot of time at a little studio setup that we have. And just like between him and I, we play we play a lot of different instruments so we can kind of get all those ideas out and kind of put together a, a formulated thought. And then we bring that to the band. Uh, you know, maybe individually have like our drummer Dave come in and lay down drums on the demo, or Ryan, our bass player, will come in and track some stuff and get his ideas out. But it's it's kind of an evolution. And I think by having having everybody each kind of independently have their own uh, time with the song and, and development with the song, then when we come together to to say rehearse a new idea, it's not like we're learning it and writing it for the first time in that room. It's already really put together, and then from there, that's where it really gets fun. Is that you know, it's, these little magical things happen when you know the song, you know the idea, and then somebody thinks of, hey, what if on this part we added some hits here? And it kind of takes on a life of its own. You start playing it, and start playing it live. Awesome. 
Well, so tell us about the song we got today. It's a song called Already on the Ground. It came out uh, at the end of March, so it's pretty new. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, for sure. Connor, how do you want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, the, I guess, the first idea was originally everything kind of starts either on an acoustic guitar or, you know, I remember this song in particular started on an acoustic guitar. It was just kind of this, you know, thing that I was just kind of tripping out on and just, you know, just this little two chord phrase and, um, you know, one, one really great part about our songwriting process, you know, between Chase and myself and the band is, is this song is a great example, I think, of, of how we write songs because it, you know, if you could if you could listen to the voice memo of where this started and how slow it was and you know how it, it's just transformed so dramatically since you know the original inception of the idea and then you know you bring it to the rest of the band and they just all you know do their thing on it and it's just this incredible incredible thing to watch. You know, this little idea grow from a seed into this song that, you know, we're, we're finding that our fans are really enjoying listening to, and it's just so much fun to play live. Um, and so, yeah, it's just kind of a, it's a really optimistic look on where we're at right now as fans. I've told, I've told a few people who, you know, have asked me about the lyrics and stuff like that, that, you know, in my opinion, this is a, it's a perfect snap, it's a perfect snapshot in storytelling of, of where the band is right now. Like, you know, if you, if you read the lyrics to this song, it's totally what, at least it's totally how I feel right now, you know, existing in Waker. It's just this really amazing moment. And I have this really cool experience every time I listen to the song where I kind of am just very much, it very much captures a, a a moment in time for me being in stand. So, you know, the lyrics, the lyrics like that tagline, you know, uh, Connor and I both have sort of uh, notes on our phone of, you know, just phrases and stuff like that that'll strike your ear in a, in a weird way and you write down. And I think that for me, writing the lyrics like started in that sense where it was like that catchphrase where it's, there's nowhere to fall when you're already on the ground. Like, you can't get any worse when you feel like you're at your worst. Like, you know, you were talking about uh, how you kind of came to the show that night at Lincoln Hall, or you know, but, you know, bad weather, maybe some relationship stuff going on. You know, so everybody has those moments, and, and you know, everybody has problems and, and things in their life that make life difficult. But I think, uh, I think the way that uh, this best sort of process that is to look at it optimistically, and be like you know, yeah, everything around me seems like it's crashing in, and walls are walls are caving in, and you know, it's, it's bad. But you know what? It can always get better. And, you know, when you feel like you're at your lowest, uh, you know, you have that support around you, you know, friends and family, and, you know, whatever you're passionate about, so you've got to help us throughout that. You know, there are days that are dark when you're, when you're on the road all the time and you're missing people that you care about at home. You know, there are a lot of things that we struggle with as, as a band, and obviously all, all bands do. Um, so I think all of that kind of led you riding already on the ground. And yeah, like Connor said, we've really enjoyed seeing people respond and, and I've gotten texts too that like, wow, I really like the lyrics. Like, I really connect with the lyrics in this song because, you know, we're, we're a band that, you know, a lot of the mentality is to get people out of the chair and dancing and, and feel good and like let loose and stuff. And so it's nice to see 
uh, a different side of, of uh, our fans connect with, with the lyrics of the song. Right. And I, I love that, by the way, because it's like music is this powerful vehicle that we have, um, you know, as humans to to really like cut through the emotions and like connect with each other. And I love that you guys are striving to do that with your music and doing a great job in songs like this. It's just like this is what it's all about. Hey, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, to quote the song, all I need is love and music. There it is. I love it. Well, let's jump into it. This is a song called Already on the Ground by Waker. Sick of waiting 
was already on the ground by Waker. So, dudes, what uh, what's the future hold for you guys? Uh, I know you just wrapped up with Ripe, uh, you know, pretty recently here. Uh, are you looking to get back in the studio and make some new music? Uh, do you have some stuff already in the works? Are you looking to tour? Like, what uh, what can we expect from you guys in the next like three to six months? Yeah, we're done. Uh, you know, we've, we've done a lot of music over the past uh, year. We've got a record. Um, we're, we're shooting to put that out in the fall. And uh, in between now and then, we will have some of that come out, like additional songs. Um, and, you know, as far as touring goes, like, it'll, it'll be pretty quiet from, from now until then. Like, we'll probably go in and play a few things, but most of our time now is actually just going to spend time uh, writing. You know, like, we've, we've got already a, a lot of stuff we've been working on and tinkering with, but um, the focus is, has been on, like, getting a record out which will supplement and, and tour a lot on uh, once that comes out and, and leading up to that coming out in the fall. Fantastic. And so, yeah, are you planning then, so the, the, the record will come out in the fall, are you planning on doing a, a headlining tour uh, yourselves at, at that point, or are you going to be looking to support again, or where where's your head at with that? We'll probably do, um, uh, like, a headlining tour, probably starting in the spring um, or late winter of next year, and really uh, use that as an opportunity to follow up the record release. Um, we just know, you know, our fans have been waiting uh, a good bit of time for this record and we spent a lot of time you know, really figuring out what we, who we are as band members and who we are as fans and uh, you know, this record in a way has been, you know, three plus years in the making just because, you know, when when Waker kind of formed, it was always our goal to focus on the live show and focus on the live experience um so we've spent the better part of, of, you know, these last few years actually touring, you know, pretty relentlessly and just trying to figure out who we are and what our sound is and what, you know, our fans enjoy listening to and what we enjoy playing. Um, and so, you know, the touring will definitely come um, pretty pretty soon in uh, 20, you know, 2020, early 2020, and, you know, some few dates here and there at the end of 2019. But, you know, really the, the thing that's been the, on the forefront of our minds is getting this record done. Um, you know, we just finished cutting a bunch of songs with uh, Lincoln Parrish, who was uh, a member of Casey Elephants, and uh, he's just done an amazing job producing all these songs and really helping us create a great studio space for such a rowdy live band. Um, yeah, so uh, it's been really, really incredible, and uh, we're so excited for the rest of 2019 and 2020 especially. Hell yeah. Well, I'm stoked for the new music as well. Uh, how can we stay in touch with Waker going forward uh, to hear about you know, the, the new songs you have coming up and, and uh, dates and things like that? Yeah, I mean, obviously keep in touch with our social media. Uh, pretty much everything is at Waker Official, so wakerofficial.com, at Waker Official for Instagram, facebook.com slash Waker Official, and then, of course, Spotify as well. Um, uh, it's going to, you know, click the follow button if you know already, and, uh, you know, you'll be some of the first ones to hear, you know, the new songs that are possibly coming out at the end of the summer or in, uh, early fall. You never know when uh, we might release new music. I just drop a tune on you. You never know. You never know. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah. Spotify.
fans. And, uh, you know, see when we're coming to your, your state or city near you as well. So. Perfect. Well, good stuff, yeah. dudes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was uh, awesome to to hear a little bit of the story behind uh, behind the music that I'm that I'm loving, and uh, also really just cool to hear uh, from, from you guys and, and tell your story as a bunch of cool dudes, uh, you know, making their way through life and making awesome music with, with great messages. So I appreciate it so much. Dude, we love you, man. <laughs> it's a <laughs> feel, the so feeling much, is mutual. Uh, we love you. I love you guys too. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So I, we're going to, we're still recording right now. So I'm going to make this official. When you guys come here, we're all going to get pizza together and we're going to hang out and hug and, and talk about awesome life. So we're, we're going to make that happen. Um, but until then, I will be anxiously awaiting new music releases. Waker, thank you so much, dudes.